talking about something that affects so many people, but that nobody wants to talk about. Pornography. Speaking to individuals trying to stop looking at porn, and to spouses looking for support. This is Danny and Lindsay Pullman, a married couple who have been through this together. We're sharing a mix of our personal experiences, our experience as certified life coaches, and other empowering ideas. We hope this can help you on your journey. Enjoy! What's happening, you guys? What's up, everybody? Coming at you live from our house. We're back at our house for the year. Yes, we are. Our- Lindsay, just let me take a little sip of her special minty drink. She likes putting mint leaves in her drinks lately, and uh, it's a little strong on the mint it's for just me. just mint water. It's literally ice it. water with mint, and it's so good. You love that mint. I love the mint. You're saying you chew on the leaves sometimes now? Yeah, if they come up the straw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if they come up the straw. Yeah, it's yeah. like, mm, it's I'm, I'm more into like mint chocolate ice cream. That's my uh, favorite source of mint. Yeah, <laughs> right and I now. actually don't like mint ice cream. I love mint lemonade. I love mint water. I love mint leaves, but I don't like it. Yeah. Do you guys, cream. what about you guys? Do you like mint or not like mint? How do you like your mint? <laughs> All right. All right. It's been an interesting, a busy week for us. Our kids started school this week, and... Um, kind of been a big deal for me they switched we switched schools and they're all at a different school the same school it's right by our house so we can walk them there in the mornings which is really fun i love morning walks anyway so it works out great yeah it's fun but i'm sure you parents at least i can't speak for everybody but i'm sure there are some of you who recognize the nerves that come when your kids are starting a new school yeah i it's yeah like is it worse for the parents or for the students the kids i don't I know i don't know I don't, I don't know, know either. It's probably, I think, <laughs> I think it, during the day, it's probably worse for the parents because we don't know, and we're just imagining what could go wrong, and they're probably like playing on playgrounds and things like that. But anyway, they had a great first day, and we don't have school on Wednesdays in France, so now they're on their second day today. Yeah, and, and those little looks, they when they glance, they're walking into school and glance back over their shoulder, and one last wave, and it just like tugs on my heartstrings. It's a, you know. Okay. What's going on there? Yeah. I just love these kids. Yeah. All right. So today we're talking to you guys about how to know if you're progressing. So we get a lot of clients who come to us with this like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Lots of I don't know talk. So we're going to give you some ideas to turn that I don't know into some things that you do know. Yeah. So why are we talking about this, right? (laughs) You kind of touched on it, but... But a lot of people do. They come to us and they're like, especially for me, guys come to me and they're worried that they're not progressing, uh, they're not doing it sustainably, like maybe if they do progress a little, like how can I keep it up and follow through in the long term, right? That's a big thing. Um, How can I make sure it's happening in the way I really want it to? If they are progressing, sometimes it's like it's just not fast enough, like maybe it is progress but it's not fast enough do you ever feel like your guys are feeling this way too because of maybe like pressure that their wives are putting on them uh like that like or is it usually well i mean yeah i mean some guys literally like their wives are the ones who sign them up for the consult right and Mm -hmm. like they help find the help and um so, yeah, I think some of the guys, like, even though part of them wants help for themselves, there's also part of it that 
is coming from some external pressure but Mm -hmm. but ultimately any pressure that they feel is pressure they are choosing to let themselves feel right so let's let's make sure we acknowledge that right but i'm just saying like if there's a if there's been a pattern there of like trying to please or like keep your wife happy then I think I was just wondering if sometimes it's coming from like, well, maybe I am, I'm not progressing enough because my wife doesn't think I am. So, yeah, yeah, there's some of that. I I think a lot of the guys I talk to, they're more just like worried about the pain they believe they're causing their wives. Like Mm -hmm. they really care about their wives and they want to be a great husband to them. Mm -hmm. And, but then they have this habit where they feel like it just damages things and it hurts their wife and, um, anyway, so, so that's more what I see, um, is they just like, they feel like they're hurting the person they love most and they want to stop. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, um, but then they've also a lot of times tried lots of things and they wonder like if it's ever going to work to get where they want to be and what's going to work anyway. So that's why we're talking about this, right? So this is kind of a, uh, a general process and we're going to talk specifically like if you're working on a goal like porn right but it can apply to so many things um we're talking totally. through five steps here you can go through just to make sure that you are progressing and um Lindsay, i guess what i would ask you before we dive in mm-hmm. is how do you <clears throat> think this applies to the ladies to your ladies <laughs> It's a great question because you know when you know Danny markets himself as like how to stop looking at porn, and so the guys usually have a very clear goal when they come to him to stop looking at porn. Yeah. Um. I mean, there's so many like positive externalities that come from that. So there's so much more that comes. It's you know, but I think for the yeah, women, we, we coach on everything. They come yeah. to help for help with porn, but we coach on there's everything. so much like self-confidence self-trust self-acceptance self-love like all this there's so much more than that but it's cool because they're all byproducts of you know whatever so anyway i actually think porn is more of the stop look stopping looking at porn is more a byproduct of learning how to love and accept yourself more right oh yeah yeah so anyway but for my women, it's like they there's nothing they're trying to stop. It's like they're just trying to become more of their authentic self, learn how to trust themselves more, and um, step in kind of just like step into their own in a way that they never have before. And sometimes they they might be confused because they don't. It's not always measurable, right? Because I do work with entrepreneurs, and they're you know entrepreneurs and coaches and stuff like that and they have measurable goals like with their business numbers and things like that but for women who are just wanting help it's like there's sometimes they can get themselves confused a little so (laughs) I what I would like to offer is like usually what you can think about to measure your progress is when you like start coaching or when you start a goal like just take a general like do a little test like how do I feel in these five areas of my life on a scale of one to ten and then a month in, you can reevaluate. And another what are month some in. some examples of areas? Yeah. So I would say like physical health, relationships, um, you know, how you're feeling about being a mom. Um, social. Yeah, social stuff. Um, you know, your marital relationship. How are you feeling about all the things? Financial. Yeah, exactly. So you can spiritual. do that. 
Yeah. So you can do that and then you can just like set your goal, which we're going to talk about and do these check-ins. So there are like quote unquote measurable ways to do that. Another thing I really like to do that's really simple is like, you know, two weeks in or a month in, you can just be like, how has this Tuesday been different for me? Right? Because what a lot of my clients will do is they'll be like, oh my gosh, I handled this so much differently when my son said this or when this happened or when my husband looked at porn, it doesn't like feel like a dagger went into my heart and got twisted anymore. Like that's a big deal. If that's what, like, because a lot of women come to me and when their husband, when they find out their husbands have looked at porn or when he tells them that he has looked, they literally feel like, like it's like their body responds to that. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing in between him looking at porn and their body just responding like really negatively. And so as a coach, that's how they perceive it. it. And so as a coach to like help really break that down and help them see what comes in between there um, and teach, you know, just with everything that we teach, like it's a really big deal to get to a place where it can feel like borderline traumatic or traumatic to disappointment, to mild disappointment, to disappointment and compassion. Like that's a really big deal. Yeah. Yeah. And we've been there, guys. Like we get it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we get it in our own way. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. So five steps. All right. Step one, choose your goal. Step two, choose your system. Step three, trust your current system. Step four, evaluate and adjust the system as needed. Step five, play the long game. Okay. So we're going to go through these one by one, just kind of talk about them briefly. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one, choose your goal. Like Lindsay was saying, a lot of guys who come to me, they want to stop looking at porn. And um, it can be really helpful to choose a specific measurable goal. I know a lot of us get this idea already mm-hmm. and have heard it a lot of times. But um, it helps with this kind of work as well. Because when you choose a goal like that, that's kind of external uh, and more tangible, measurable, um, it, and you start working toward it, especially if it's a good goal that stretches you, it's going to bring up all the mental stuff that is kind of getting in the way with the mm-hmm. rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And and even though you're just working on the stuff that comes up for this one goal, it's going to mm-hmm. affect the rest of the parts of your life too, right? And so that's why, as Lindsay was talking, like even if you don't have a specific goal like stopping looking at porn, yeah, having an idea of what, you it's some specific thing you're aiming for and what mm-hmm. you want it to be like for yourself in a way to like even just rate it scale of one to ten on how right. I handled my Tuesday or whatever can yeah. be really helpful. I yeah. So it can literally be like I want to be able to wake up on a Saturday morning and know that this, this, this and this. Like it can be that simple. I do I do like getting specific personally. Um but you can still have it you can be specific in that thing. Like I want to like you can like visualize specifically what you want things to look like. Yeah. Yeah. This is something we do with people in our free consults with them is we help ask guiding questions to, to help them walk through kind of mapping out what they do want it to be for Mm -hmm. themselves in their life. And a lot of people, like it sounds so obvious, but if you haven't taken the time to like to do that, then Mm -hmm. you're not even going to know what direction you want to be progressing, right? And so it's an important place to start. Yeah. Anything you want to add to that? No, 
Okay, step two, deliberately choose your system. Um, so it's one thing to have a goal, it's another to have a system. Oh, baby. Right? Um, and what we recommend is that you focus on choosing a system that can get you toward your goal. Like, like if you break down the steps and the different areas you need to attack to get there, like choose a system, a system that incorporates all of that. Yeah. And focus on one that gets you incremental changes over time more than going for like the big home run yeah right? one of my favorite systems authors he's probably a coach too says you don't rise to your goal you fall to your systems james clear yeah so we'll probably quote him again on this podcast but it's yeah. so true like we don't rise to our goals we fall to our systems so having systems in place you know just paying attention to what could go wrong like planning ahead of time planning for obstacles like all of that can be really helpful in like setting up your systems yeah so so focus on a system that will allow you to consistently make one percent improvements in 20 small ways instead of going for 90 percent improvement in one way with a big short burst mm, i like that right yeah and then here's a here's another quote from a coach that Lindsay and i both love um she's got a great way of thinking about things and explaining things she's mm -hmm. got a gift with words Kara Lowenthal uh, she says I'm just going to read the whole thing because um, it's worth it she says radical change is possible but it's usually not radically quick expecting radical change to look like radical change on a day to day basis is a recipe for giving up before you've even begun most people vastly overestimate the amount of change they can accomplish in one day or one week, and they vastly underestimate the radical change they can see in their lives in six months or a year. So good. Yeah, I love that. I, I love that uh, part because it's so, so true. Like, sometimes we overestimate what we can do, like, in the next few days, right? And then mm -hmm. we just are disappointed. Mm -hmm. But then at the same time, we underestimate, like, if you're really regular every day, yeah. what you can make happen in six months or a year. Yeah, because awesome. when you're disappointed, like, it kind of goes, at least for me, like, my natural thing is to go, if I'm not managing my mind, I go into that all or nothing mentality. And then, so if I have overestimated <coughs> what I can do, and then I don't do those things, and it's like, well, why even try? Yeah. And then it goes from all, like, trying to do too much to nothing. So doing something more than nothing can make a big difference so sometimes you can just ask yourself on those tough days like what incremental thing can I do to move the needle today yeah. and if you're healing from like trauma or from you know any emotional things that like anything that's just keeping you stuck it really can be that simple just something little every day just move that needle yes yes a note on porn if you are um, and only you know what works for you, what's best for you. I'm not going to assume to know that, but I will say that if you are using the method where you fight all of your urges with willpower and you're continually turning to porn, like it's time for a system different than that. Using that willpower method is what most people naturally try, and mm -hmm. um, it's it's not likely going to work if you keep doing it so you might want to look into something new okay next step three trust your current system all right so 
when you choose your system, right, you want you want to you want it to come from that best part of you. Like get that upper brain, creative, imaginative, problem solving, prefrontal cortex involved. Um, and once you do that, like let's rather than sabotage ourselves by <laughs> doubting ourselves every time we try to implement that system, like let's let's have our backs on it. Let's support ourselves through it, yeah. right? Because um, what happens is you can sabotage even the best systems mm-hmm. by not trusting in it as you experiment with it, right? If you're yeah. looking, I mean, the way the brain's designed is if you think it might not be working, your brain will be looking for evidence that it might not work. Mm-hmm. And you might even accidentally get involved creating that evidence that it doesn't work. Okay, yeah. so so if you want to really run a legitimate experiment where you get to get some useful data about whether this works for you or not, then let's not sabotage the system you're experimenting with by saying this might not work, this might not work, this might not work, right? Let's be the little engine that could and say, I think it will work, I think it will, I think it will, right? Yeah, or even I'm committed to seeing what happens for two weeks. Like decide beforehand how long you're going to stick to a system and I would say, like Danny said, commit to being open about what could happen. Yeah. Right? And yeah. then just and then you at least have some data to analyze instead of just switching from system to system like day day to day to day to day. Right? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. And on the flip side, like you could take a less effective system and maybe even make it go further than a more effective system mm-hmm. just by being all in it yeah, and looking for evidence and looking to create evidence that it does work, yeah. right? So, um, so whatever system you are using at this moment that you've decided for yourself, um, just look at the differences there of trusting it versus not trusting it. And I recommend if you want to get the most useful information out of this experiment you're running, then trust the one that you've chosen for long enough, even to fail several times. Like, I recommend trusting it through several failures mm-hmm. because a lot of times those failures are just part of learning to implement the system in your life in the yeah. most effective way. Yeah, so, like, if a guy was wanting to stop looking at porn, what would, like, a system be for him? Like, let's say he was like, okay, I'm going to try something for two weeks. Like, what is an example of, like, a system? So if you are repeatedly turning to porn when you don't want to you've got two i mean a simple way to think about it is there are two parts of your brain involved here you've got your lower brain that wants to do what it's what you've trained it to do Mm -hmm. um it wants the pleasure it wants to avoid pain it wants to be energy efficient and keep doing what it knows Mm -hmm. what it's fastest at and um but then that part of you that feels that's in conflict with that is your upper brain and um that's the part of you that's like you know what my long-term best interest probably porn isn't going to be part of the equation and how can i make that happen and so um one way to do this is kind of goes hand in hand with what we're talking about here is um what i have my guys do with is come up with a protocol this Mm -hmm. is a good example where you're if you want to master this habit, we want to practice having the upper brain be in charge. Mm-hmm. And a way to do that is come up with a protocol where you're relying on decisions that you've made ahead of time mm-hmm. and even write it out. Like, what is your protocol for yourself? Okay, number one, like how much porn do you want in your life? How mm-hmm. much masturbation? 
right? Uh, if that's an issue for you. And write it down. And then what situations are you going to put yourself in? Um, what types of shows are you going to allow yourself to watch? What, uh, when are you going to let yourself use headphones with devices versus not headphones? Be alone mm-hmm. in a room with a phone versus not being alone, in, yeah. right? And so some guys, they want this to be done for them and they you know try internet filters and maybe that's part of your protocol have an internet filter right Mm -hmm. in my experience pretty much every guy that's ever come to me and has tried an internet filter knows how to find ways around it when they really want to Mm -hmm. and um doesn't mean it can't be an extra step to make it hard and that can be useful but these are the kind of things you would want to do as you're um as you're coming up with this get yeah. your upper brain as involved as possible yeah so you get your upper brain involved and i think well and we'll talk about this in the next step so set a protocol and i like to say commit to decide how long you're going to commit to it right so like for one week i'm going to see what happens and evaluate you know yeah and that's that's what that's the next step yeah so right? we're going there yeah so the next step is to evaluate and adjust your system as needed. Mm-hmm. Step number four. Mm-hmm. And yeah, what, what did you want to say about that? Yeah, well, actually, just I love what Danny said really quickly. Like, in, in I know we were saying at the beginning of like, like the third step. I love that you saved a whole step for trusting your system because yeah. you really can like sabotage something that's really good and not do it. Like, if you think about people who like hate every job they have. Like, is it really that all the jobs are horrible or is that the lens that they have, right? That they're just kind of choosing to kind of sabotage every job. So it really has a lot to do with what's going on in your brain or those people who like have loved everywhere they've lived, right? Like, I don't know if everyone would agree, but like what lens do you have on, you know, what lens are you wearing with regard to your job or where you live or your system, right? So it really can be impactful, like how you choose to think about your system and that's something you know in our that's why our coaching can be so helpful and impactful because we help you do the mind work to get you to a place where you can trust your system and not be like using that willpower hormone all the time yeah and i also i don't provide you with a system as much as kind of a framework of how to develop your own system that uh, but it it walks you through in a really helpful way. It's so, really helpful. So, I mean, the best combination is let's have a really great system that works and let's trust it, right? Like, that's yeah. the killer combo. Yeah, and then someone who has created amazing systems for themselves, like, why not have someone help you with, like, potential blind spots that you have, right? And that's, yeah. like, where the coaching can be really impactful and help you accelerate the result that you want. Yeah, so, so if you want help with both, like, that's, that's what I do with guys. So good. And Lindsay does too. Yeah. Um, okay, so what were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say, so yeah, evaluating and adjusting your system is needed. I love this step too because to have a system to evaluate, you need to have committed and practiced and you and done, you know, gone through the steps of your system yeah. and your processes over the past week or the past few weeks. And so what I like to do, just FYI, like I have my own systems for things that I do in my life. and guess what? I don't always want to do the things every day. I really, I don't. Some days I don't want to go for a walk. Today, I actually didn't really want to get out of bed to (laughs) take my kids to school, right? But what I've noticed is I, when I have decided something ahead of time, I've usually decided with my upper brain 
And when I follow through with that, I can remind myself like, hey, I've committed to this. I committed to this when I was not you know, using my lower brain. Yeah, so I'm it's gonna like follow when through. I wasn't under duress. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I was just like, my bed is so comfy. And I just like, I knew that Danny could get the kids off if he wanted to. I was to. of a sound mind yeah. when I made that decision. Exactly. So, but for me, it's like a lot of things, times I'll tell myself, like I'm going to follow through with what I committed to so that I have data to analyze. Like what did it look like when I committed and followed through with this thing, even though I didn't want to do it in the moment? Like, how will I know that it worked or didn't work for me if I don't follow through? Yeah, yeah. And remember, like, one failure does not mean that something doesn't work. So mm-hmm. so in your decisions about how you're going to evaluate the system, excuse me, the system you've chosen, <laughs> Jeez. Um, we want to have something set up, built in, where you are able to not only try it through some failures, but also I recommend having part of your system include how are you going to handle those failures and turn them into valuable learning opportunities instead of a step backward and actually into a step forward. Yeah, yeah, because the process of growth and healing is never linear. It's always, there's always going to be times where it doesn't feel like things are happening, but that actually doesn't mean that things aren't happening. Like, if you're moving forward, you're moving forward. Yeah. You know? Like, if you live another day, you actually live another day, you know? Yeah. So, um, at the same time, like, if you have been trying a system, like, a lot of guys come to me and they're like, I really want help with this. Here's what I tried. Yeah. Yeah, And then we talk about, like, what they, this option of something new and different they can do for themselves. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes they're like, okay, I think I'm actually going to try what I've tried for 10 years. I'm going to keep trying it on my own, right? And it's almost like they forget, like, okay, like you've tried it a certain way and you're here for help. And then there's this option and then they're like, oh, but I think I want to keep trying what I've tried that hasn't worked, right? So So what, what what are things that your guys have tried that doesn't help? Oh, well, I mean... I shouldn't say it doesn't help. I think it depends, right? Because it really depends on the guy. Because some yeah. of these things, um, like like even 12 steps, most guys have tried 12 steps, and it helps in some ways, but then overall isn't helping them get to where they want to be, right? But for some guys, there are a handful of guys who love 12 steps, and mm-hmm. it's great for them, right? Yeah. Um, and then... But that's uh, a little more rare. And the research with 12 steps isn't that favorable. It's the success rate, success rate, success rate. Um, <laughs> the success rate <laughs> is like 5 to 10% of people get where they want to be through 12 steps, which is about the same as spontaneous recovery, right? So I think I've said that before. But um, it just depends on the guy, right? And then there, there's therapy, right? Some people... Like, they find a, a great therapist that fits for them, and mm-hmm. it was enough, right? I mean, most of the guys who come to me <clears throat> are guys who have already tried therapy in 12 Steps and this Men of Moroni program, which um, some people have an amazing experience with. Mm-hmm. Uh, for others, it's like, it helped, but I'm still not quite where I want to be, right? Um, and uh, But the guys that come to me, they're still searching for something that can yeah. really help them, right? And yeah. So Yeah, and I like to just think that there are like different modalities of healing and growth and yeah. we're so unique and individual as humans that there are just 
different things that different people need or want. Yeah, so. that's why I love doing the consult with people because like what I offer is not for everybody. And mm-hmm. I want to make sure that I'm not just offering it to someone who it's not going to be a good fit for either, yeah. right? Like so like yesterday I talked with a guy and was, I was like, you know what, it seems like maybe another option might be better for you from what you're telling me. And he's like, yeah, I think that's where I'm at. I was like, yeah, good, we know. <laughs> and he wanted free resources and I was like, here's free resources that we offer. Yeah. And like, there you go and go on your way. I'm not here to like get people to do something that's not a good fit for them. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, if you, you one more question? Sure. <laughs> so you said a lot of guys, will they'll come to you and they'll be like, I've been trying these systems for 10 years and maybe I'll just kind of try keep trying these and they're getting the same results or the same non-results. So, you know, in my head, I'm like, okay, so they're probably, are they making their decisions based on probability or based, based on possibility? Like, what can we share with people or what can you share with the guys who want to just keep trying the same thing over and over um, and like spot, like suddenly get a different result? Um, what can I share with them? Yeah. I mean, I would just ask them what they really want and why. That's where I'd start. Like, mm-hmm. what do you want for yourself and why do you want that? Why is it important, right? And... Um, a lot of times, like, if they haven't f- fully explored what it could be for themselves, mm-hmm. which is usually based on beliefs that it's just not possible, mm-hmm. um, so they don't even allow themselves to imagine what it could be, mm-hmm. because it's like, I don't want to get my hopes up with something that's mm-hmm. not possible, I want to be realistic, right? Yeah. But um, that's where I would say to start, is like, if it was possible, what would you want it to be like for you? Mm-hmm. And then when they know that, um, then that's when the other stuff will happen more naturally. And they can more honestly look at what they've been doing. Like, okay, so is what I've been doing going to get me where I want to go, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of goes along with this process. Like, map out where it is you want to go. And then it helps you to actually just look at Like, I'm a big fan of just taking the judgment out and shifting more toward curiosity mm-hmm. right we do this a lot with our clients and and just like looking at the data like what works and what doesn't and i'm not the one that gets to be the judge of that like um that's up to you to decide mm-hmm. right and that's part of what this five-step process is to help you with like how do i kind of like look at this in a way that helps to make sure i am progressing yeah yeah so. Uh, something another thing James Clear says is that just because something can be measured doesn't mean it is worth measuring. Okay, so just keep that in mind when you're when you do decide like how am I going to measure my system, how long am I going to go um, where I'm fully in it before I stop and pause and reevaluate. Mm-hmm. Like choose carefully what measurements you do decide to use. Right, um, but then this is another upper brain thing. Like if you decide beforehand that you are going to do this and be all in for like two weeks or mm-hmm. whatever, and then evaluate how things are going, um, 
it makes it that much easier to be all in it because you know, you know what? I'm going to check on things in two weeks and I'm going to do it like this and I'm going to measure it this way. Mm-hmm. But then it's it gives you more confidence to just be like, in the meantime, like I'm just going to stick with this 100%. And then I trust that my system will also help me to evaluate and learn as I go. Mm-hmm. And so with the evaluation, the best basic questions to ask are, what worked, what didn't, and what do I want to do different next time? Mm-hmm. So that's all I wanted to add there before we jump to the last one. Um, all right. Yeah. So, go last ahead. One. There's so much more I could say. You, you move on. <laughs> Play the long game. I love this. I, so I think timelines can be really helpful when you're setting up systems. And make sure you know you're in it for the long game. Yeah. Yeah. And... Uh, this is just a skill okay this is something um some of us just haven't really practiced a lot it's like learning to serve a tennis ball right it's just a skill that maybe you haven't learned yet and maybe you totally can Mm -hmm. you can um (laughs) and you've got time to learn it too okay that's the the irony of it um and uh, the point of this is another way that you can sabotage your current system is being in a hurry Mm -hmm. to produce results fast right um but something i like to remind myself of and people i work with of is that wanting instant results with little to no effort is part of what keeps leading you back to porn right like that's what porn does it's like i get instant big hit of dopamine for hardly any effort Mm-hmm. right I like that and so if we try to use that same approach in quitting porn mm-hmm. we're trying to use the approach that leads us to porn to quit porn mm, and so good and so if you try that you're probably going to keep going back to porn okay that's where playing the long game becomes yeah. so important right because this is where we um we actually learn the skill of not looking at porn by learning the skill of Let's learn how to stay committed to a result that might take a while and there might be some failures involved, but I'm going to learn as I go and I don't have to hurry because I'm not trying to prove my worth. And um, the long game, it, it needs to be different than the approach that makes porn so appealing, right? So the yeah, long game is, is what, that's one of the aspects there that's important to look at. Yeah, like different inputs. If you want different output, you need to have different inputs. If you want, which comes down to like decisions and thinking right thinking yeah. differently yeah. deciding differently yeah and so like when i'm discouraged working toward a long-term goal like with porn for example then something that would help me is to say you know what as long as it takes as many times as it takes mm-hmm. as many freaking times as it takes people like let's be in it <laughs> and it's like until we get there we're doing this till we get there and we're not backing down. Like, if this is important to you, then as many freaking times as it takes. Okay? I love it. <laughs> Do you hear what I'm saying? Loud and clear. <laughs> all right. <laughs> the only real failure is if you quit altogether and take yourself out of the game. So let's just stay in the game. That's, yeah. that's uh, I'm in it, and I invite you to get in the game of going toward your goals that you have for you and creating the life you want for you. Yeah, and you guys, Danny really is like 
brilliant master of what he teaches so like well thank you <laughs> no seriously like I, I still get coaching from him on all my random little things so like trust me it's he knows what he's doing and he's got some amazing systems and he's got an incredible program so yeah well thanks um so some questions to consider is do you have a clear system for yourself right now right yeah uh, do you find yourself vacillating between approaches? Are you approaching your systems being all in or doubting yourself the whole time? Do you trust yourself to follow through with your systems? Yeah. Right? So if you find yourself like really wanting to work on this, um, number one, you can just take listen to this podcast, take notes, and go experiment with what we've said, right? Mm-hmm. If you think it could help you to like have someone to walk you through this then come and talk to us um, we would love to meet with you and map out some things in a free consult and um, even if you don't decide to do the coaching with us like just going through the consult process can be a great experience mm-hmm. to get a little bit more clear on why you are where you are at now mm-hmm. and where you want to go and why yeah. And that's like the starting point for all of this. Yeah. And all of these systems, like I, we might be talking about, like he, Danny might be talking about porn specifically, but learning how to set up any, like this is like, this is a skill set that if you can do it with porn, you can do it in any part of your life. Oh, like so, weight loss, making money, yeah. building a business, parenting. Yeah. Yeah. So many. So yeah. many things. So like maybe what you want right now is to stop looking at porn, but this system and learning how to do this for yourself by working with a coach is something that's gonna help you with like every like with everything else as you go forward. It's so impactful. Yeah. So all, all right. right guys. So glad you joined us. Have a wonderful day. Take Let care. us know how it goes. Let us know how your kids are doing. <laughs> See you later. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you're ready to get unstuck, move forward, or just feel better about your life and marriage, please reach out to us, whether it's for both of you or just yourself. You'd be surprised how much progress can be made in your marriage even if one of you works on the relationship. Don't wait for someone else to make things better for you. For more information or to find out what it would be like to have a coach, visit our websites, lindsaypullman.com and dannypullman.com. Make sure you spell Pullman, P-O-E-L-M-A-N. For freebies or other guides mentioned, check out the show notes. And to our current clients, we love you. And thank you for letting us be a part of your hero's journey.